0: Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that will help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic
1: Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this week's edition of the podcast. This is Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders talking investing, finance, and retirement. And on the docket this week is why we should never make assumptions, why we should never assume, especially when it comes to retirement. Uh, there's just a lot of little things in there that can trip us up. So we've got a couple of good ones we're going to highlight for you. But first, let's welcome in Mike, see what's going on. What's up, my friend? How you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Mark. I hope you are having a good day. Um, just recovering from the shock of uh, Texas winter where we were yeah out there yeah a couple weeks ago. that's right
1: yeah. I was gonna ask you about that because you and your wife are gonna go down and take part in that um, in that film yeah. and so yeah so did you were you guys there like when the snow thing happened?
0: Well you know it's really interesting. We got there on a Sunday um, what was it the seventh I think and um, that day and the next two days uh, it was in the high 70s 78 uh-huh. um, whatever. And uh, we went down to Waco and saw Chip and Joanna Gaines' place, you know, the Magnolia Silos and all that kind of stuff. It was a lot of fun. We enjoyed just riding around Texas. Hey, you know what? I've been there a lot of times, but I had never just gone and kind of hung out for about a week like that. Gotcha. It's a big place. It's a
1: very <laughs> big place.
0: I mean, on their two-lane country roads, the speed limit 75 because it just takes so long to get anywhere going 55.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But um, yeah, it was great. And then uh, the day, of course, when we were going to film, we got an uh, email, video email the night before from the director saying, hey, if you don't have uh, really warm stuff like uh, insulated underwear, long underwear, whatever you call it, right. you get something tonight because it's going to be cold tomorrow. And it was with the wind chill of 13 mile an hour wind is 21 degrees. And oh, wow. we were out there for that's eight big, hours. That's a
1: big swing. Yeah. 70s yeah, to 21. a big long. swing
0: from 78 to 21.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: But yeah, we were out on this field for about 8 hours and um Ooh. it was uh very uh much fun from the standpoint of the people that we met and I talked to all kinds of folks and everything. And all because we weren't filming obviously the whole time, a lot of it set sure. up and, right. and positioning and all that and uh but it was really it was really cool and um We were frozen, Uh, the (laughs) rain held off until we got inside of a tent at the end when they said, that's a wrap for the day. And so then they started moving about 3000 people off the field. And uh, just about everybody was undercover when the rain broke loose. But uh, we got out, we stayed the next couple of days, left on uh, Friday the 12th, and I think that's the day when the big storm came in and, uh, oh, I got gotcha.
1: so you. So you, you experienced some of it, but you got away from the, from yeah, we part. did.
0: And Now I did accomplish one uh, milestone that I'm, I'm working on okay. gradually is, um, I've fallen down the front stairs and down, up at our house and down, um, uh, stairs at a, um, golf tee box and, and all that kind of stuff here in North Carolina. Uh-huh. And then a few years ago, I was in tech, I mean, in uh, Georgia and I slipped on some <laughs> rock and, and a concussion fell oh my And now in Texas, I went out the back door on a Thursday to put some trash, and we were staying at a VRBO house and all. And uh, take the trash in the garbage can because it's trash day and I didn't even think about that there might be ice on the back steps and there was and I just zipped in right down those stairs and uh, so Ouch. I've got three states now that I've fallen in. I'm working on all
1: 50. Oh my. <laughs> I was I was thinking that's where you were going. I was like, oh no, Mike, don't do that. That's That's not the collectible you want. <laughs> but yeah
0: they had they had some ice so i i took advantage of it gotcha gotcha well
1: if you're gonna <laughs> try to bet. do that you're gonna try to fall on all 50 stage you're gonna have to do it quick because uh, yeah uh, it's just gonna get harder to recover from those that's for sure
0: exactly i'm still a little sore on that side <laughs> i
1: bet yeah so be careful out there well yeah. interesting so glad you guys had a good time uh, glad you avoided the the, the crazy parts of it's what really happened bad in Texas, yeah. Life. But uh, yeah, you just never know with that stuff. So we'll be looking forward to hearing more about the, the project when it's uh, when yeah. it's ready to release. We'll bring that up on the podcast. But for now, let's jump in and get to our topic this week, which is, you know, why to just never assume, especially financially. Look, humans are humans, right? We, we always make assumptions about a lot of things in life. Absolutely. Uh, and so it doesn't make you, you know you know, out in left fields, you know, if you make a retirement assumption, because a lot of people do it. But here's some reasons why maybe you shouldn't. So let's start with I'll spend less when I retire. Maybe that used to be the norm, Mike, but it's not really anymore. And if you think about it, my dad's saying, I I love my dad saying with this, he was like, you know, he wasn't retired long before he passed away, but he was like every Saturday or every day is a Saturday and Saturday I spend the most money. Right. (laughs)
0: That's pretty good
1: observation there on his part. Right.
0: Yeah, you know, it it is interesting. I know when I first got into this financial planning business, uh, they would say, you know, plan on 70 to 80% maybe of what your pre-retirement income is, is what you want to replace in retirement. And um, in fact, uh, back then, I mean, this is 40 some odd years ago. Uh I mean, a lot of people, they they weren't even spending that. I mean, they they weren't as many options maybe or whatever. But um, as we've come along, I mean, obviously things have gotten more expensive. There's more, quote, toys out there to have there's know, more like,
1: to do and it costs more yeah
0: exactly and um and, and you know you you hear some folks say things like uh yeah when i retired i am busier than when i was working because i've got so many doctor appointments so you know you have that expense that could True. be adding two things but but people do like to uh get out and do things and and uh and there's the opportunity to do that so there is a good chance that you could be spending more money in retirement and only be doing that, though, if you accumulated enough to be able to do it and you have, you know, the flow. Um, you certainly don't want to be going into debt in retirement, and that sort of thing, because it's uh, right. hard to go get another job to pay that debt off. So,
1: Well, when you think about it, Mike, you got those, you know, you first get to retirement. Ideally, you got those go-go years, right? Yeah. And you are yep. wanting to go and go and go. And then you're going to start to slow down when you go into right. those slow-go years. But to your point, that's when doctor's visits and things of that nature start to... You know those start to ramp up, and yeah, hopefully you've got insurance and coverage and Medicare, but there's right. still going to be stuff out of pocket. So yeah, just I making mean, that assumption
0: the big thing a lot of people are concerned about because yeah. of the donut holes and right, all that right stuff in it.
1: Yeah, so just so, yeah. making that assumption again, and that's the point of this week's show is just mm-hmm. don't make the assumption, just don't walk into basically avoid planning for retirement because you think hey. You know, I've got this, that, or the other, and I'm going to spend less when I get there anyway, so groovy. I won't have a problem. Right along with this next one, don't also assume that your taxes will be lower when you retire. Sometimes, and maybe this, again, used to be the case, Mike, you know, you you stopped working. You're not, uh, maybe you're not pulling in as much uh, mm-hmm. in retirement from your accounts, and hopefully you've been, uh, you know, tax efficient with a few of those. So you assume that your taxes will be lower. But what we've seen over the last, oh, I don't know, 20 years is that's just not the case.
0: Yeah, the big thing has been the 401k, the rise of the 401k and IRAs becoming more prevalent, obviously. And most people have taken advantage, uh, advantage of those from the pre tax standpoint. In other words, where they put money into it and it's all money that's never been taxed, including what you put in. And so, you know, when you take it out, the government wants its uh, his pound of flesh. And so you're going to be paying income taxes on that. And if you've done a good job, it could be significant income tax. Fortunately, right now, tax rates are historically low. And um, so, you know, it's, it's not as big a, a drag. And um, but there, there's no guarantee that the tax rates, the tax law, the structure of the tax uh, code will stay the same. And it may become much more um, intrusive as we go down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we stand right now, I mean, the reason that a lot of people feel that it won't stay as quote beneficial I don't I know that I ever have thought of taxes as being structured <laughs> beneficially but right. you know as 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 low as they are now um you know currently about 75 76 percent of the federal budget the the money that the government plans to spend right not what they're bringing in because they have to print money, but um, it's it's going to the things like Social Security, Medicare. Medicaid, oh, right, the entitlement
1: programs. Yeah.
0: All the entitlement programs, exactly. Yeah. And it, I've forgotten the guy's last name right now. David, somebody. i have pulled this pulling a blank on, but he was control of the currency under. Oh, both uh, was, was that Bernanke? No. no, not Bernanke. It was uh, another guy. He was the comptroller, not the. Uh, oh fed. yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, I know you're talking about.
0: And um, he, uh, his name will come to me as soon as we finish this this uh, recording. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, he he um, had indicated that uh, within just a few years, I think about a decade, that ninety two percent of the federal budget would be taken up by those, and only eight percent would be available for things like. Mm, Defending the country, uh, you know, <laughs> things like that. Right. right. So um, it's it's going to be a situation where it's likely going to uh, require a raise in the taxes. Of course, there's the new modern monetary theory. That you can just print the money as long as people have faith in your currency. It's okay. Just print the money. You don't have to back it by anything real. And it hasn't been backed by anything real for some time. Right. But it's just getting bigger and bigger. So it's a good idea that uh, if you you have that time and, and opportunity to uh, try and move money out of IRAs, 401ks, into Roths where they're not taxed under current law
1: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: and 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 have some flexibility in retirement. If you're still accumulating money, think in terms of putting some into after tax and some into pre-tax and have that flexibility there, uh, to, to manage your uh, tax bill in in retirement because it could be uh, pretty high.
1: Oh, no, exactly. And those are some good points. I mean, you know, a lot of those statistics, some of that statistics you just talked about, like you said, it doesn't even factor in what we've done from a stimulus package here over the last little bit. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's uh, we would have to be kidding ourselves to say that it's not going to go up. It's just a matter of when, because it just has to, and there's just no other way around it. Uh, And I think the guy's name was David Walker. Walker, thank you. Yes, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah, former comptroller of the U.S., yeah.
0: Way way to go, Mark. You kept me from having to wait until after the podcast. There you go.
1: Well, uh, doing my job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's so many things out there, you know, to your point about, you know, what's currency backed against. You know, it used to be the gold standard. We know Nixon took us off of that in the 70s. Uh, and some would argue that it's really been the oil standard. We've really been backing it with oil, yeah. or the yeah. ability for oil for many, many years. Uh, that was part of the deal. You know, we would buy. You know, they would keep the prices at a certain rate, and we would buy so many, you know, gallons and so on and so forth. A lot of people don't realize that 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 was going on all through the '80s and '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so you know, there's just a lot of moving parts when it comes to a nation and and the things that have to happen. So do what you can do to try to maximize your tax efficiency, because that's really what at the end of the day, that's the best we can do. Whatever the rules and the parameters are that are set, we have to navigate those the best that we can. And that's where strategic planning (laughs) comes into play. Right, So that's where the podcast and working with you comes into play. Strategic Planning Corporation, of course, is the name of Mike's business. And uh, that was a shameless plug. All right. So (laughs) let's keep moving along here uh, on a couple more of these. Why you should never assume Uh, the whole conversation around helping the kids with college or getting them up on their feet in life at the detriment of our own retirement. It's, look, yeah. it's a tough subject. It's a touchy subject. Everybody you know, everybody loves their kids, okay? I mean, that's yep. just usually a given. We all love our kids. There might be one or two weird people out there that don't. <laughs> For the most part, everybody <laughs> loves their kids. But you've got to really be honest, Mike, don't you? At some point, is sacrificing your retirement to help them, is it really helping them? Because if you then have to lean on them in your older age, did you help them at all? Because yeah. you, you know what I mean? So it's, it could be very cyclical where it comes back around to bite you. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and what, what does, what does love look like? I mean, it's not just handing out everything that a kid has a desire for or whatever. I I certainly didn't have that. And, and I'm grateful for it. I'm glad that I had early on a desire to make a way for things to happen in my life without depending on my parents to do it. And not that uh, they wouldn't have, I'm sure they would have, but it it was, it was enjoyable, but life Uh, lessons
1: are important for a reason.
0: Yeah. 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 And so, uh, you know, uh, all my kids, I had four children that, uh, we, they're in private school coming up through the uh, primary school and secondary school, and then went to uh, college and, uh, they all paid part of their way, uh, either through scholarships, combinations with working and all that sort of thing. It was just, I felt like it was a, a good idea and that's, that's how I did things too, going, coming along. And so I think you appreciate it more. It certainly cuts down on free time to goof off and make mistakes. <laughs> right? And, uh, so doing that, I, I'm not a big fan of student loans. Um, I think that they should be avoided if at all possible, but if they are used the focus in the early years after getting out of school and, and even during school, while you're you know able to work during the summers and after classes and all that kind of stuff um, is, is pay that off. I mean, just focus on that and get it done. But um, yeah, giving, giving your kids a chance to uh, be a part of the, the thing is a good idea. And then, um, you know, you're not sitting there taking money out of resources that should be going to help support you when you can no longer work.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're in really good shape and you can afford to do it, I mean, I guess that's, well, that's, yeah, that's, another, that's another conversation point, right. but you could right. also look at it this way. Okay. Uh you can finance a lot of stuff for college to help get through college and they mm-hmm. have hopefully a very long time to pay that back. Now I get that we don't want to be saddled with debt as we're trying to get married and have kids because then that right. another whole animal comes along there, but as far as I know, Mike, there's no finance programs for retirement. I mean, maybe you could make They're the argument not. about a reverse mortgage, but other than that, there's really no yeah. you know, you can't go down to the bank and say, "Hey, I'd like to get a retirement loan."
0: Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, so you, you gotta do that. what makes sense, and that's right. what all you know planning is about is looking at your options and doing what makes sense. So yeah, uh, individually, so what, exactly. What, yep. What, yep. What what do you cut back on first? Is the things that you um, can can do a different way, and that don't damage the things that you can't do a different way.
1: All right. Well, one more here on our conversation about why we should just never assume going into retirement, and this one's a bit more on the positive side than maybe the, those other couple ones were. And that is the I'll never be able to retire assumption. And at first kind of blush, you go, wait a minute, how is that positive? Well, because the numbers show that the majority of people who go, not the majority, but well, I guess it is on the positive side. So the number of people that go in to sit down with an advisor and think that they're never going to be able to retire and they get the numbers ran are often pleasantly surprised to find out they're in much better shape than they are. Uh, yeah. so if you're going out with 10 people, I think it's six or seven out of every 10 find out that they're in better shape than they thought, which is pretty good. I mean, so often, and Mike, that's got to be one of the best parts of your job when you've got that person or couple that's coming in going, Hey, we're, you know, we're finally doing this and you know, hit us with the bad news. How do we have to work till we drop, you know, or whatever. And you're able to share with them, Hey guys, you know, you're in really good shape or just a couple of little tweaks here and we can get you where you need to be. And you know, this many years or whatever,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, when you hit your fifties or, you know, that range, most, most people, their kids are aging out of the house and that sort of thing. And so you, you reduce your, your outflow, um, to a great extent. And, and now you're able to really hunker down and and save a bunch of money if you're willing to. Right. Uh, I remember a couple of some years ago that they, um, were in that, that situation, the kids were grown and they, they were just, um, going along, but really weren't making any headway. And, they realized that they had kind of gotten this mindset that, uh, we've always spent money this way and we'll just continue to do it and it'll work out. And actually when we sat down, they were really not going to be able to retire unless they totally changed the way they did things. Well, amazingly, and, and this, I find this to be true. Um, we really started focusing on cutting expenses to save as much money as possible. And, uh, this individual happened to be self-employed and, um, the husband was, the wife wasn't, but uh, she had a job outside uh, the home. And um, amazingly, his business took off because he had changed his focus from a consumer to a producer and it flowed over into his business. And he just like doubled his business oh, and wow. had been able to sock away a ton of money. And it's the same sort of thing like with you know, getting out of debt. You get out of debt, you've got a ton of freedom to be able to go and, and really um, accumulate and, and invest money. So it's there's there's a lot about that uh, that affects the mindset, but you're in a good point at that point at that time when you know you're in your fifties or you know you feel like oh, I haven't done as good of a job as I could. Uh, you do have a great opportunity yeah, to catch exactly. up, but you also sometimes, and this is the thing I think we see that people have not um, really thought they were in as good a position as they were. Is don't know how am I going to use this money that I've accumulated and how does something like social security work in. I've even had people that didn't realize they had a pension still, you know? So right. there's all kinds of things that if you sit down and you look into it and, and you dig up uh, what's there. You find, oh my, um, there's some resources here I didn't know I had available to you. Yeah. And, and
1: the strategy exactly. of when to turn it on and how to and, and at what time and Correct. you know, the best way to go about, you know, if you're a married couple, what are you doing strategically when it comes to social security? What are you doing with, you know, potential pension if there was one? Which mm-hmm. buckets are you pulling from first? Which are you you know, accounts are you converting first, whatever the case yeah. might be. So there's right. a lot of little factors, which is why we call the show strategic planning. Well, it's also because it's the name of your business, but still it works out works out right it Uh, does does. so when it comes to assumptions folks don't just assume just you know like those poor folks in texas probably did not assume they were going to get that kind of level of uh winter event i think it's been like a hundred years since they had something like that happen so life is always interesting right there's always curveballs to be had there's always those, uh, the new norms, the there's the Murphy's Law, whatever you want to put out there, just mm. don't make these assumptions. So, don't assume you're going to spend less in retirement, don't assume your taxes will be lower, and don't assume you'll never be able to retire if you haven't found out for sure. So, get on the calendar with Mike and see how things are going to line up for you. It's complimentary, so reach out to him at 336 668 4338 to have a strategic planning session of your own. If you're already working with Mike, well, then you already understand and you got the benefits of rolling there. But if you're not, maybe share message with someone who might benefit from it simply by letting them uh, check out the podcast. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, uh, all those different platforms. Just search strategic planning in the search box of any of those apps or find it all at the website spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com for Strategic Planning Corporation. And Mike, thanks for your time, my friend. I appreciate you as always. Glad you didn't freeze, but you also had fun.
0: Yeah, it was great. And thank you, Mark. Appreciate your time today. Well,
1: no problem. We'll see you next week here on the show. This has been a strategic planning podcast with Mike Flanders, financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation.